Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. There's a couple of ways we can go here. There's a couple of ways we can go. But I, listen, I like a beef. I like a beef, and we got one in the NBA. And this is about the only way that a random Pelicans-Lakers game would ever end up leading a radio show. But I, I, I really love this. I mean, the Lakers aren't any good. The Pelicans are you know, hanging around at the bottom of the Western Conference, but they got together, and it was the story within the story that is the story. It's usually how that works out, right? So the Lakers are playing the Pelicans. Fine. Who cares, right? This game, you're not going to stop in your tracks to check out. But the rivalry, the in-game rivalry between a couple of former Celtics, Isaiah Thomas, who's been a Laker for about a week, and and I don't even know, it's been a full week, he's been with the Lakers, less than a week, and Rajon Rondo, they got into a dust-up early on in this particular game there. They ended up getting ejected, and it's all because of the Celtics. It's all because of the Celtics. I wanted to talk about this. Now, the, the altercation happened in the first quarter. Now, the Pelicans won the game by a million points because the Lakers suck, uh, and the Pelicans are like average. So, so the, forget about the game. The game's secondary, right? And and so both these guys got a double technical foul, and I wanted to talk about it. I loved it, all right? I loved it, but the, the big takeaway here, I got a couple of thoughts on this. Uh, when you talk about this particular situation, the back and forth, you've got rabbit ears, overly sensitive, bad blood, and the poorhouse, right? You got those three things, or four things, actually, four things. All right, first of all, this is a direct result of, you know that the video killed the radio star? This is video killed the NBA star's relationship. 
Uh, and it, again, another story. This is like the fourth monologue we've done about a stupid tribute video. I mean, who the hell cares about tribute videos? They're so dumb. But uh, this is because of that video that was supposed to be shown. Uh, and, and Isaiah Thomas said, I don't want you to show the video. I'm, I'm hurt. This is back when he was in Cleveland, and they were going to Boston. And so they didn't show the video. And then they were supposed to show the video on Paul Pierce Day. Then he said, well, don't show the video. And, and then they, you know, he got traded, so it didn't really matter. It was irrelevant at that particular point. But during the initial salvo, Right, the initial salvo in all this, the shots fired by Rondo, right? Rajon Rondo, who was asked about this as a former Celtic, right? As a former Celtic, and his response, uh, he uh, he pointed out there were there were I believe the the sentence he gave was four words when he was asked about the Celtics whether or not they would honor Isaiah Thomas. Forget just on Paul Pierce night, on any night, right? And Rondo's response was, what has he done? That was the response, right? What has he done? And, and then some media guy said, well, he, you know, he was with the Celtics and they got to the conference finals last year. And Rondo responded to that by saying, oh, that's what we celebrate around here? Well, it turns out that Isaiah Thomas, and this is not a surprise here, he has something known as rabbit ears. Okay, he's got. When you got rabbit ears, you hear everything, right? And I will let me tell you something right now. There are many, many, many prominent people that are in professional sports that have rabbit ears. LeBron James, rabbit ears, rabbit ears. And you know how he, he's? Uh, I know he's ultra sensitive because when the Cavaliers, they don't do it often. When they actually win the NBA Finals, that's when it boils over. How thin skinned. LeBron is, but you got to put Isaiah Thomas in the same category, right? He's overly sensitive here, and and as a result, you know, he he must have had this game. So this, this is the highlight. I mean, it sucks. He's playing on a bad Laker team. They're irrelevant. But now that he's playing for the Lakers, he gets to go against Rondo. He gets an opportunity. He's got like a it's like a hit list, and he like checks off a box, the Rondo box. He had that game circle. He's like, well. Uh, I don't have the Cavs schedule, but and even if he was with the Cavs when they played the Pelicans, uh, you know, you know, Thomas like a bit player. Right? He's like he's like a, a mighty mouse bit player in all this. Now the second thing here, so you, it's like the perfect storm, right? You've got you're on a bad team. You've got a a situation where you know you, 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 you're not you're not going anywhere very fast, and you want to settle a score. Right, you you're, you got some insecurity issues. Like, hey, listen, rather than talk it out, what I'm going to do is I am going to get into it on the court. And and one, I will say this for Rondo, uh, he also does not he does not get, he, he, Rondo's not like overly sensitive. I I don't sense I don't get the vibe from Rondo, and I'm great at reading human nature. That's why I'm doing overnight radio. Uh, but with Rondo, I don't sense that he's hypersensitive. I don't think he gives an F about anything. I, 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 that's my my position on Rondo. So you had these two former Celtics going at it because of a video tribute that was not, and then Rondo said the thing that set off was the was the match on top of the drum of gasoline and kaboom, kaboom. And the NBA does these things well. I mean, guys that have bad feelings towards each other, bitterness, bad blood, whatever you want to say here, uh, it, it seems to go much better. In the NBA world, and I like the mutual hostility. I like it. Like the conflict is good. It's nice. Now, how much of this is embellished? It seemed real. Like they, it wasn't where Thomas ran out in the court and like it was an open field tackle on Rondo. That's not it at all. But the the word here is venom. Like there's some venom from Thomas. The other thing that matters in this. And the final word on this little situation in a random Pelicans-Lakers game is that the reality is setting in here. Uh, last year, Isaiah Thomas, the, the situation was going to be how rich is he going to get? Is he going to get the max? Not really a super max player, but he is going to cash in. And when I say cash in, I'm not talking small time. I am talking 
a Brinks truck robbery situation for Isaiah Thomas. A max-type contract. Not super max, but not some. Now, now because of what's happened, where he, uh, he, he went to Cleveland and sucked when he was hurt, didn't play. Now he's on a bad Laker team. He is, compared to what he was going to make, you're talking about a peanuts, a peanut situation, right? Chicken feed compared to Mickey Mouse dollars that he was going to get. And so there has to be a lot, I would think, of frustration that is involved in this. All right, let's hear from the parties involved. We'll hear from some of them. Isaiah Thomas of the Lakers for now for a cup of coffee. And he was asked, and he'll comment here on what was going on there with Rondo. What uh, what was Rondo, what was that all about? Nothing should have made that escalate like it did, but he already had his agenda written down. Right when I checked in the game, it was obvious. Picking me up full court, trying to be physical, it was it was obvious. So he's blaming Rondo. For it's his fault because Rondo played defense. <laughs> full court defense. You see that? Full court, Rondo's fault. All right, but wait, there's more. Here's more from uh, Isaiah Thomas, and uh, he points out that, again, it's his fault. He's diverting blame to the other party. For whatever reason, he's an upset guy about me. I don't know what it is, but it, it's fine. Like I can't control that. He kept bringing the tribute up when I was the one that shut the tribute down. I'm far past that. I'm on the Lakers trying to figure out how to help this team win, and for the things that happened today happen and me to get ejected is, is uncalled for. That's a lie. Uh, no one's over this. No one's over this, right? It, come on. Everyone's annoyed. Uh, he's frustrated. You got Thomas who's frustrated because he's not getting paid. Now this is coming up. This is going to be the defining memory of his time in Cleveland and all that. Uh, and Rondo does have an ability to get under people's skin. Uh, here's more. Uh, Luke Walton, who I think is still the Laker coach. He hasn't been fired yet, which is a shocker in itself. Uh, I don't know. He must have pictures of somebody in management. But here's Luke Walton on Isaiah Thomas. He just wants to play basketball. Really? He hasn't played a lot of basketball over uh, the course of this season. So uh, he was he was mainly bummed out that he didn't he had an opportunity to play tonight and wasn't able to, to play more than whatever he played, five, seven minutes, something like that. Yeah, that's another lie. Uh, that's another lie by Luke Walton, who continues to mimic Danny G Radio's voice, uh, continues to rip off Danny G Radio's voice. It's a bad job by Luke Walton. Right? Bad job. All right, it is uh, the Ben Maller Show, the Ben Maller Show on Fox, and tonight is a special night. And no, I'm not going to do cliche, what's your Valentine's memory? I'm not doing that. I'm not doing hack radio. Don't do that. Don't believe in that kind of radio. Other people can do that. I don't care how your Valentine's Day went. I hope hope it sucked. I thought it was was terrible, okay? I hope you had had the worst Valentine's Day ever. That's That's my hope. Bring back the white women. A lot of guys are excited because now they can start dating again. Now that Valentine's Day is over, now you can get back. The, the rule for a single man is you break up with the girl like a couple weeks before or a month before Valentine's Day, and then once Valentine's Day is over, you start dating because you got a good stretch. you got a great stretch here. You've got a couple of months. you got the summertime coming up and the holidays. The next, the next big family gathering period is not towards the end of the year. So, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas, you got plenty of time. So there's a good stretch you can get some dating in. So now that you've made it through this made-up nonsense holiday, now you can get back on the dating scene. Uh, and it's a big night. I'll explain why here in a minute. We have Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie slash Judas Garcia. He's, uh, he's here somewhere. You want to know how my Valentine's Day went? I don't care. Okay. No, uh, I didn't do anything, that. so uh, does, there was nothing to talk about. Well, you're married. Once you get married, it's over. Game, set, match. Done. Really? You, did, yes. you didn't have to do anything? Yes. I, I, I made romance with a microphone is what I did. <laughs> well, Three hours of radio greatness in Boston. That. It was yeah. amazing. Okay. No, I didn't, yeah. I didn't have to do anything. Very thankful. Nothing? No, she doesn't care. Yeah, you put the work. The, the work is done before you get married. That's it. You put the work in. You got to do the whole courtship process or process and all that. And then after that, no. But tonight's a special night. Because I know. There's something coming up. I'm preparing for it in here as we speak. Next hour. Uh, we'd like to alert all our affiliates down the line. Uh, we are gonna we're gonna break away from normal programming, and we are it's NFL Bookum eighteen. NFL Bookum eighteen. It is the most yeah. unique, most popular thing in sports talk radio. Other shows have ripped it off. They've stolen our 
idea. Hey, we, Toadstool. We were the first to do it. They're all a bunch of cheap ripoffs. After an NFL player gets arrested, the tweets we oh, get, it, who's got this team? Yeah. Who's got this guy? It's, it, we should sell scorecards is what we should do because everyone's trying to figure it out. Now, last year, Coop put a grid up, which was good. We need the grid up. The key is the grid. Because what I do is I save the grid. Yeah, I appreciate and then, the grid as well. And then I'll go and I'll reference the grid. like Because we each pick eight teams. When you each have eight franchises, it becomes problematic to Kind of hard to remember, yeah. Yeah, like you might remember like the top two or three round, rounds of your, your draft. But at the NFL book, if you're new to our show, I want to – Mention this, and you know, there's a lot of sensitive people out there these times. The, the, the are the there? Day. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm hearing a lot about that these days. A lot of sensitive people they overreact to things they hear on the radio. Yeah, so I, I just want to point out about that. We do not want anyone to be arrested. In fact, we do this to encourage NFL players not to get arrested. We think that they should be upstanding, law-abiding citizens, and it's wrong. You should not violate the law. Absolutely. At all. Absolutely and we, true. And we do this as a public service to Roger Goodell, to the coaches in the NFL, because we feel it's important that the players, again, do the right thing, do the be God-fearing, right? Do things the way they should be done. Now, occasionally, players get arrested. And if that's the case, we want to take advantage of that, and, and we, we have our own little fantasy game. <laughs> And there's some new wrinkles that we've added this year. Uh-oh. I was unaware bo- of the wrinkles. Well, again, Eddie, we can't, you know, we'll get to that particular point. We're All not right. quite there yet. We're going to get there. We're going to work our way to that point. Uh, I'm excited about the changes. I think they will enhance your experience listening to the NFL Bookham because there, there was something that was a miscalculation uh, that we had that we had to correct. So I, I feel like we'll we'll work past that. And this new rules adjustment will correct that. And I, and more importantly, I believe for the second night in a row, uh, we'll be eating very well. That so, is accurate, yes. It's this like is, a double uh, whammy of goodness, yes? Yes, I – yes. You're excited. Okay, just say yes. Just We should get an Eddie Garcia yes button. Why do I feel like Ben's already trying to cheat? There's no cheating. It's, again, Coop, I don't know why you would ever feel that way because uh, Ben has never has been, cheated before. He it, he is above board on all these games and uh, just cares about fairness. This this rule sounds shady. No, it's no shady. The fact yeah. that none of us know what it is, I you know yeah. I don't know why you'd think that was weird. I mean, you know. well, I'm saving it for the proper yeah, time for the proper announcement. Spring it on us right before to, the draft so we can't prepare for it. That yeah. those that have been caught in cheating scandals here at Fox Sports Radio, ben. Justin Cooper and Eddie Garcia, that's the list, <laughs> yes. and Danny G Radio, oh, all yeah. three Get, yes. have been involved in that. Caught, might I add, red-handed. So are you saying right? that Danny G's... DNA evidence everywhere at the scene of the crime. Back-to-back wins in the NFL booking for Danny G Radio, that there's something not above board about that? I think Danny G might have conspired with law enforcement <laughs> on certain wow. in certain cities to make sure wow. guys get arrested. I'm just pointing that out. just want to point that out. Uh, anyway, we'll take your phone calls if you would like to be part. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. See, I could have started this show with the Clipper Celtic game, which was, boy, that was a that was a tough spot because I, I was going to feel good on one hand and feel bad on the other hand. I was guaranteed to have mixed emotions at the end of that game. But the uh, another, another big road win for the Clippers and the Celtics continuing to have their problems on the road. Actually, at home, they're having problems at home. The Clippers not having problems on the road. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And the Coupe de Loop is here with this edition of the third degree. Get right on that microphone, loud and proud, Coop. Get that yes, that's yes. exactly that's what I was trying to do here. Uh, ben, the Utah Jazz are now on an 11-game win streak, and they're, they've been led by their electrifying rookie, Donovan Mitchell, Woo-hoo! and their anchor, Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Ben, do you think that this is a sign of times to come? Are the Jazz about to be legit contenders in the West? Legit contenders? Uh, no. I'm going to go no on the Utah Jazz. I'm going to sell the Utah Jazz. I'm not going to buy the Jazz game myself. I'm going to sell them. First of all, the Jazz... At this point, you know what they are? They're a nuisance. They're a nuisance for teams such as the Warriors, the Rockets, the Spurs, the upper crust of the Western Conference. Utah plays, they've got an edge to them, right? They've got a a bit of toughness to their game. 
they're the kind of team that annoys the really good teams in the NBA. But that doesn't mean they're a legitimate contender. And number two, Donovan Mitchell is proof that – see, this is a guy that should be the story. He is proof that you don't have to have a top-five pick to find a key player that can contribute and make plays in the NBA. He's undersized Donovan Mitchell. He was a 13th pick in the draft. He was the 13th pick because he's not tall enough for the NBA, right? But he's got a, a huge wingspan, and, and, and he's also been more productive than the first and the second pick in the draft. Markel Fultz and Lonzo Ball are stiffs compared to the contributions of one Donovan Mitchell for the Utah Jazz, who was picked 13th overall. And and while the Jazz continue to play that team-oriented, unselfish style of basketball, they don't feature the ISO basketball that so many other teams play, and that, as I said, it frustrates the opposition. Ultimately, the NBA is simply about who's got the most talent 99% of the time, and they don't match up. They don't have that third impact player on the Jazz roster, so their ceiling is limited, so no, not legit contenders. Next! Ben, yesterday you mentioned how the Diamondbacks will start using a humidor to store baseballs at Chase Field. Uh, You said studies show that it could reduce home runs by up to 50%. Yeah, University of Illinois did a study. Ben, how is this a good idea at all? Don't fans want to see home runs? It's a terrible idea. It's very bizarre by the Diamondbacks, and the guy that runs the Diamondbacks I used to work with in radio I don't know what they're thinking. This must have been a mandate from that weasel, Rob Manford, the commissioner of baseball. A, Chase Field, right? It, it, it would be one thing if they led baseball in home runs. They had some kind of cartoon home run total at Chase Field in Phoenix. They didn't, right? The outfield area also is immense. Uh, there's been no outcry demanding that the humidor get put into the ballpark in Arizona You're not the Rockies. You don't play in Colorado. You're not in the Mile High City. Stop. Relax, as Aaron Rodgers would say. Now, if I am Paul Goldschmidt, if I'm Goldie, I'm upset about this. Relax. It's going to affect my numbers. Now, on the flip side, uh, if I'm Zach Greinke or Robbie Ray or one of the Diamondback pitchers, I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm aroused because my performance is going to improve. But I would think there'll be an uptick on doubles and triples. But, no, this is a, a questionable move. It's the wrong move by Arizona. Next! Word is that the Dodgers have signed 39-year-old Chase Utley to a two-year deal, or at least agreed to terms yeah. with Utley on a two-year deal. Whoopee. Now, Clayton Kershaw said, quote, he might not be the player he was 10 years ago, but he's still a very valuable asset to have. Yeah. Do you agree, Ben? No, Clayton Kershaw could not be more wrong. Uh, he's, In fact, he's dead wrong here. Number one, Chase Utley, he's been on his last leg since his final days in Philadelphia. Uh, clearly, someone with the Dodgers loves this guy because of his locker room grit that he provides the team. And the, the second thing, I am fine if the Dodgers want to keep Chase Utley on the team during the regular season. My issue with Chase Utley is in the postseason. And for some reason, he plays in a lot of these postseason games. He's played in 22 playoff games with the Los Angeles Dodgers. He started 12 playoff games in Dodger Blue. His batting average in the postseason, I looked it up, Chase Utley has an 087 playoff batting average in a Los Angeles Dodger uniform. That is blasphemy. All right, so you can keep him on the regular season team. Don't put him on the playoff roster. There it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? The listeners hate me for doing it, but you pass this edition. So another win. I win again. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It was turned out to be the game of the night in the NBA. The Golden State Warriors and the Portland Trailblazers. Mono a mano in the Pacific Northwest. And how'd that turn out? Kevin Durant put a 50 spot up. He put 50 up. And how, how did that work out? Uh, let's go with a big, fat L. A big, giant loss. The Golden State Warriors losing their their game, their final game before the All-Star break, 123-117. to And so they end up losing despite the 50 points by Kevin Durant because Damian Lillard made more plays for the Portland Trailblazers, and he had a monster game himself. So congratulations to Portland on getting the win, and Damian Lillard's gone nutso. He's been a gladiator the last couple of games for the Portland Trailblazers before the All-Star break. 
But that's not the story. The story here involves a team that was not involved in this game, that was not at the Moda Center in Portland, did not get to enjoy boom shakalaka, Brian Wheeler calling the game. Well, maybe they did if they listened online. But the Houston Rockets, or as I like to call them when they lose in the playoffs, the Rockettes, but the Rockets, uh, they have won 10 straight, and now that everything's been settled here, there's only a couple of games on Thursday night, at the All-Star break in the NBA, the Houston Rockets have the number one position in your Western Conference standings. Now, uh, we've pointed out many times here, and we'll do it again right now, that in the NBA business, whoever has the number one seed at the All-Star break, while it seems nice and it seems important, not so much. Uh, not so much. But as a result of Golden State losing the game on Wednesday night to Portland, that is the case. The Rockets have the number one seed. And that led, uh, every action has a reaction, to Daryl Morey, the Houston general manager, the god of all stat geeks, Daryl Morey, to bathe in joy, to bathe in celebration. Uh, as he tweeted out moments after the game ended, hashtag rip city. That was what Daryl Morey tweeted out after the Blazers beat the Golden State Warriors. And so now you know what happens here. Right, the uh, the fun police have entered into this conversation. The fun police are like, "Oh, you can't do that! You're you're the general bleeping manager of an NBA team. You can't enjoy Schadenfreude because another team lost." Well, what, 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 what? All right, so this is what I want to talk to you about. Now, a good talk show host would just break down the Warrior Blazer game, but I'm doing overnights, and I think this is a, the better story. The sidebar is the better story. And so let's break this down. So the, the question here is Daryl Morey playing with fire because the Internet thought police have now determined that Morey is awakening the Golden State Warriors, that this is going to be used, wait for it, wait for it, as bulletin board material in the Warrior locker room. Uh, and and Mor- Morey's an idiot, Daryl Morey, for doing this. All right, so is Daryl Morey playing with fire? Uh, I will go first. I will say by no means. Okay, by no means. Now, my thoughts on this, you've got childlike espresso and also sleepwalking. You've got those those three things. So you've got childlike sleepwalking and espresso. All right, now, now number one, clearly Daryl, he's 46 years old, I believe. Uh, at least that's what the, the Internet tells me. Daryl Morey is 46 years old. So he's he's having fun, right? I I like this. I like this. Um, but again, I'm I am biased. I am a talk show host. I think this is fun. I think my way of watching sports. This is more enjoyable with this kind of rhetoric, right? And, and I, I love the fact that people are triggered by a hashtag. That we live in a world of sports, and those of us that consume sports and make it part of our lives and we enjoy it. That there are some people amongst us like snakes in the grass that are bent out of shape because Daryl Morey used a hashtag to celebrate another team winning. winning. And, of course, we know what he meant. He was more celebrating the team losing. But this is a childlike reaction, and I loved it, right? Because because Daryl Morey is following the, the Buddhist teaching. You enjoy the journey, not just the destination. And while the Warriors clearly, for them, this is not such a big deal, it's a big effing deal for the Rockets, right? Even that bozo Chris in Houston, one of our P1 guys in Houston who called up, he's all excited. He's a big thing for the Rockets, right? Big thing. They have the number one seed at the All-Star break. So everyone's enjoying this. And so Daryl Morey's enjoying it. He's caught up in the afterglow of that. I like the fact that he's enthusiastic. It's good. More of that. I'm not, I'm not going to stop that. Why would I want to stop that? It's fun. Now, the second thing here, if you've paid any attention to the Golden State Warriors this season, there has been one constant, one thing that has stood out. As a franchise, they are uninterested. The players are uninterested. The regular season is an inconvenience. That is what the regular season is. They they had their run a couple years ago where they set the regular season record for wins, and then they lost. Then they've come back, and they've certainly righted the ship since that particular moment, and they're the top dog. They're the favorite. They're going to win. 
Uh, everyone's just handing them the championship. And so as a result, the general mindset of the Golden State Warriors is that of a sleepwalking inmate. Like they're stuck in incarceration and they get up and they're sleepwalking and they walk into the cell, like the wall and the cell. Uh, the wall of you know the, the whole thing. So this so the sleepwalking and the, the the whole approach is an emasculated approach, right? They're just kind of as I said, they're just everything's tied together here. Uh, they've got the star players, they've got the firepower, but they are saving energy because that is the culture of the NBA. The culture of the NBA is not to reward hard work during the regular season. The culture of the NBA is to reward laziness right to take it easy go 50 percent don't don't work too hard during the regular season you might you might hurt yourself don't do that no 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 and then the final thing here as far as this daryl morey comment and the reaction of people panicked because daryl morey is now going to awake the sleeping giant that is the golden state warriors uh that is completely incorrect right it's at some point here the Warriors will go to Starbucks and they'll get their shot of espresso and they'll be on cloud nine. They'll be full of energy and vim and vigor and all that. Uh, but it, it's not going to happen because of Daryl Morey. And it's, it's really cute that some people seem to think that the general manager of the Rockets, they're going to put this up on the bulletin board, which players don't even look at when I, I cover the NBA and baseball and whatnot. Players don't even look at it. They put like company memos. It's like when you're at work, if you work in an office building, and you go into the break room, and they have you know where you can buy Girl Scout cookies and things like that. No one looks at that. Same thing in an NBA locker room. Players walk in. They change, do what they have to do. They stretch. They don't look at the bulletin board because those are the memos from the league office saying that you can't wear your socks a certain height or whatever the stupid rules are that are put in by the league office. So, see, the, the thing also about this particular you know, really harmless tweet by Terrell Morey is that eventually the Warriors are going to go underneath the arena in Oakland, uh, Draymond Green and Klay Thompson and Steph Curry, and they'll hit the button. They'll push the button. They'll flip the switch, the whole thing. And then the the Warriors will go turbo time in the playoffs. And then what's going to happen is uh, the the blogging community will go back and see, 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 Daryl Morey back on Valentine's night. The Rockets GM, he sent out that tweet, and that's why the Rockets didn't win. Now, the reason the Rockets aren't going to win is because, A, they're not good enough, the Warriors are better, and, B, their roster's going to implode. They're depending on Chris Paul, and I know, I have firsthand experience, when you depend on Chris Paul to stay healthy and to make plays consistently in the playoffs, it doesn't happen. You are going to be heartbroken. The Rockets are going to be heartbroken. They're not going to win. And it's not because of Daryl Morey sending out a tweet celebrating the Portland Trailblazers, for God's sakes. All right, it's the, the Ben Maller Show on Fox, on Fox. And if you would like to be part, a line open for you. A lot of really great feedback. People celebrating the NFL booking from last hour. We thank you for that. Our postgame coverage could continue into this hour. And if you missed the bookum, go back. And hear the podcast, and Coop's going to put a board together. He'll tweet that out, and you'll be able to see all the different teams that we picked. But it's how we got there. That's how we got there. The art of the drafting process or process really is the special part of the magic of the show. Uh, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. And you can join the fun on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller, and we bring in Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, slash Judas Garcia. Hanging out. He's going to turn his mic on right Uh, now. There we go. How about that? The button works. Very exciting. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah, we're officially on the clock. So if somebody gets arrested in five minutes, we we are on it. It's it's official. And Danny G is kind of in the lead here because there's a 49er already arrested. So he's he's got a competitive advantage. But I'm satisfied with my draft. I got everyone I wanted. I got some some value picks late. Uh, guys I didn't think were going to be on my board. Uh, and I really want to thank my scouting department, uh, which is uh, the NFL Arrest Database. I want to thank that. Oh, uh, I, I'd like to thank them as well. Yeah. Yeah. Tremendous, uh, tremendous show prep there. So thank you for that. Tremendous job. Absolutely. Well done, whoever you are. Yeah, I don't know who's behind that. 
but and we hope it's accurate. We're just taking your word for it. It's probably not accurate, but it's fun. I mean, it's fun to read all the names and see what they're arrested for and all that. So it's it's actually kind of fun to play with if you go check it out. It it, it breaks it down in a lot of different by ways. Year, yeah. By year, by team, it gives you. You can actually click on like the little bar. They have the pie on the chart. Team, yeah, and it like, tells you who yeah. was arrested and what it was for. They have the pie chart. You can see <sighs> it's color coded. Yeah. It's pretty cool. The internet is a is a wonderful wonderful place. Yeah. Thank God. I, I, I'm so happy. I imagine doing radio in, in the olden days. Oh, man. No, thank you. Man. See, I learned, when I got into radio, I learned radio like the old way, like reel-to-reel machines, and I had to slice tape and all Carts. These. Archaic terms, Eddie. Yes, archaic Ooh. terms. Uh, bulk eraser. Never heard of them. Anyone in radio the last, like, 15 years doesn't know what a bulk eraser uh, is, right? Yes. And so, but, see, that now I had to relearn the technology. That's not great, but the good thing is, like when I got in, I worked with Lee Hamilton, Lee Hacksaw Hamilton in San Diego, and he had the high-speed sports ticker, which was this nonstop sports wire that would just print up, you know, th- these news bullets, like the AP breaking news bulletin. Was it, was it like the laser jet printer, or was it, it just uh, wasted like a tele, so, like kind of like a typewriter kind of a thing? It was it was like a typewriter, but it was it wasted so much paper because it had to run nonstop. And they'd have like, you know, AP News Bulletin first update, second update, third update. And that was also how we got the scores was on this sports ticker thing was how we got the scores before the God, internet. it sounds like we were dinosaurs. I know. I feel like I, I'm like the last guy with the horse and buggy. I feel like when the car came around, I'm like, I'm like, a, I'm a living, uh, you know, I'm, I'm back from another time. People are like, what, what do you mean you didn't just look on your phone? What are you talking about? You no, didn't look on the internet. No, the re- the, the reason, you know, this, the reason we have sports radio is because of illegal gambling. Guys needed scores. They had bets, and they needed the scores. There was no way to – they used to have these uh, – here's another outdated term. We'll do old guy radio. They had these score phones where they, people would spend <laughs> a lot of money to call up to get the scores. And you'd call these, these, this number up, and it was like a you know, five ten dollars call to get the scores. It was crazy. What a, what a horrific world that is. <laughs> what? I mean, seriously. How did we ever live there? Yeah. It's nuts. Uh, the, that's why I always say the good old days sucked. No, not good at all. It made radio so much more important because I remember as a kid that sound of the AP wire in the hallway and whoever the on host was would be screaming yeah. to go rip. Rip that AP right now. <laughs> and, rip and read. Yeah, because. That was my the, job when I interned for Hacksaw. And anytime <laughs> there was a, a race car driver that was in an accident. I was on the the ghoul watch, waiting for him to die, the death watch. Ben Maller staring at a printer, <laughs> yeah. just waiting for it to start printing. And he wanted me, Hacksaw wanted me to run in with the bulletin if you know somebody died. And so I'd have to, you know, of course, I, I didn't run that fast because I was very fat. <laughs> but I would, you know, as fast as I could. You I waddled would, in. Yeah, I waddled in there. Yeah, Absolutely. I do like the sound. I, do, some of the radio stations, don't they still do it? Like yes, the news they station, do. The they teletype do. sound I, I, effect. I'm yeah. with you. I, yeah. do, I do enjoy that sound. I know it's well. fake. And it's, totally you know, they, fake. But it's great. It's a good sound. Like I wanted to work in news radio at one point just so I could be the guy talking with the teletype machine in the background. I thought that would be really neat. You, know? you sounded more important doing that. I know Danny. Yeah. There it is. Right. There it is. I knew he'd get it. We should do this. The rest of the show, when Eddie, Eddie, Eddie has something to say, we'll just play this. Yeah. Eddie, give the What's Trending report. Go ahead. Well, been in the NBA last night. The, tra- <laughs> <laughs> the Trailblazers beat the Warriors yeah. 123-117. When I run radio. Ben, do your update real quick over here. Yeah. The, the Royals are having their problem on the road. Uh, problems <laughs> on the road, I think. Problem. I missed an S. I didn't like buy a lame the, joke. I didn't buy the, yeah. Hey, by the way, speaking of lame jokes, send your jokes. Care of the Ben Maller Show. That's Show at gmail.com. Show at gmail.com. And uh, I was checking out the jokes a little bit. Most of the jokes come in right before the lame joke segment. But you got to get them in by the afternoon. So if you have a funny one, we do Q&A jokes, but if you have a funny one-liner, a zinger, something like that, we'd love to have it. It would be just marvelous. And if it's good, if it's really good, we'll play it on the air. And if it sucks, we'll pretend it didn't happen. So that's the way that we do things. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Let me. I, I know he's going to hang up or she's going to hang up, so I better go to America's favorite drag queen caller, who used to be in Rochester but hasn't been in Rochester in years. Philexis. Hello, Philexis. Hello, Ben. Hi, um, Eddie. Yeah. Danny yeah. and yeah. Jeff. Hello, world. Steve and Matt and Billy and 
Barbara, John Boyd, Mary Ellen, Tammy in Montana, and everyone. Tammy, hi, Tammy. Hey, where are the white women at? Montana. Right here in Medina, New York. Beautiful Medina. I got turned on, and it scared me. Yeah. Medina's I'm a... wearing my white teddy. Every... Oh, thank you for that. Uh, every every kid growing up in Medina, they make the same joke in, in junior high school. I don't know what that joke is, but when you grow up in Medina, there's a joke <laughs> that you make, and I don't know what it is. But, don't! You yeah. don't know the joke? It's what's happening on Cherry Hill. Yeah. Yeah, sure, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the yeah. joke. Yeah. All right, well, what's on your mind, Flexus? I, I broke in format to bring you on because I had a feeling you were going to hang up if I didn't go to you. Well, you know, I'm very, very sorry they missed the Benny's. I, I yeah. was so excited. I know. I, we, we, we wanted you to be a part of it. And I one, knew, one of, the, one know, of the great winners of the past, Phylexis. Yeah. And last year, you know, I didn't make it, but I was nominated. Yeah. But this year, I didn't, wasn't even nominated. So yeah. next right. year, I'm not going to care about the Bennies. So, so you've given up now. Two, two up years now. and you're done. Well, why don't you make, I know it's very tough for you to call the show because of your situation there, but, but why yeah, don't you. popping pills. Yeah, you're just popping pills all night. You're like Jim Mercer. But why, why don't you, alleged, that's a joke. Uh, so why don't you, why don't you just like, you know, you know, occasionally call like once a week? How about that? That's what I've been doing. I, no, I you missed haven't. last week, though. Yeah, so you, you, if you're only calling once a week and then you miss a week, that's, that's not exactly once a week. You know? Well, the nurse will only let me out of my room like at 3 o'clock in the middle of the night because nobody's out here. So I can't uh, harm so, them, so, somebody. So, so, <laughs> carrying around a Because a lot, lot of my neighbors... Knife. Yeah. A lot of my neighbors here are 80, 90 years old, you know. Yeah. Well, you're like the young young whippersnapper is what you are. Yeah. Oh, I'm the stud. I'm telling you. <laughs> you are the stud, clearly. <laughs> All right. Well, it's good catching up with you, Felix. We're big hey, fans. Ben, yes, ben, yes, ben, yes, yes, yes. You'd be surprised what Viagra can do. Oh, well, I'll get there at some <laughs> point. I'm sure I'll get there, and I'll be a big fan Whoopee. of Viagra. I'm not, I'm not yet, but at some point, I'm all in. I will be right there. Yeah. All right. Get out of here. Thank you. All right. There you go. His favorite drag queen caller. Boy, am I happy I took that phone call. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. It's now time for... Time for... Well, hurry, hurry. I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter. Send us your questions on Twitter now. All right, here we go. It's Ask Ben. You know the drill. These are listener-submitted questions on social media, Twitter and Facebook. And we thank you for your questions. Here we go. We pass it over to the master of ceremonies, the Koopaloo. Well, Ben. Uh, yes, Koop. This is a question for you. Thank God. This is from Cardiac Stanley. Hi, Cardiac Stanley. I'm glad you're live. I feel like this is a pretty obvious answer, but just in case there are you know new listeners or listeners that okay. don't know you as well, yeah, I'll ask it anyway. Ben, after your fireball first pitch last year in Bakersfield, that's correct. Where yes. would <laughs> where would your dream first pitch be at? Well, I'd like to do the circuit. Uh, I would love to do the circuit. Uh, Dodger Stadium, Fenway Park, my two favorite teams, the Dodgers and Red Sox. I think that would be great to do both those ballparks. I'd have fun with that. But I'm, I'm also realistic, and I'm glad you brought this up, Koopa Loop, because at the end of last season, I was contacted by someone who wanted us to throw out the first pitch at a minor league ballpark, and it didn't work out scheduling-wise last year. So I'd like to do that again. It's been a couple of years. We closed down one minor league team. So if anyone, you know, the Cal League would likely be the easiest destination, but I'm willing to travel. Uh, so if you know somebody that, that's involved in a minor league team, we'd love to come to your town and throw out the first pitch. You know, I can embarrass these guys again. The velocity that I bring is just amazing. So, yeah, you can play all your stupid sound effects all you want. That's fine. All right, next. All right, Ben, this is a question from Paul on Facebook. Hi, Paul. Regarding two-man luge, Ben, would yeah, you luge. want would you, would you want Coop on top of you or <laughs> under you in the doubles <laughs> luge? I know what Coop's answer is going to be. Oh, I want him at the bottom. I want to be on top. That's what I want, yes. And I, will, I will roll in cow manure before I do that. That is what I'm going to do, yes. Boy, that is a... Uh... It'll add well, a new layer a, of intrigue. Who thought visual. that was a good idea? Well, that's a way to talk about the Olympics. That's a way to talk about the Olympics. Yes. <laughs> yes, there you go. Yeah. All right. God, Next. that is a weird sport. 
All right, we're actually gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go three in a row for you, Ben. Oh, back to back oh. to back. That's right. Uh, this is bam, from, bam, bam. This is from uh, Kurt from Earth. Hi, Kurt. Send ben. your send your jokes in, Kurt. Yeah. What? What would you launch into space other than a car? <sighs> I've had some program directors over the years that uh, I wouldn't uh, mind uh, <laughs> sending, <laughs> sending to the cosmos. Uh, what would, what would, you, know, you know who deserves going to space? Weed man, hippie. I would send him on a on a on a rocket. Some would say he's already been there. Well, I'd send him on the vomit rocket or the vomit comet, right? Isn't that what they call it? The vomit comet. I'd send him up there. Yeah, I don't know what the hell you put. You know, what are you going to send? How about space? a Costco pizza? Costco. I eat. I eat it before we get got to space. I eat the whole thing. All right, next. <laughs> well, now hear me out, Ben. Okay. You can decide whether or not you want to do this. I'm going to put the ball in your court. Okay. So before Ask Ben, I asked Weed Man Hippie yeah. to create a picture for the Facebook page for Ask Ben. He yeah. took he took a picture with a hashtag Ask Ben sign. Okay, your your nose is all stuffed up. So yeah, yeah no, I, I'm yeah. sick. Okay. But uh, somebody has a question for Weed Man. Raw using garlic. Hashtag Ask Weed Man. Eat garlic, you'll be healthy as an ox. Yeah, I'll pass on that. Yeah, do you'd, do, rather, do, be, you'd do, rather be sick? Do you want to uh, do you want to allow that? What, what, what somebody had a hashtag? What a was question it? for Weed Man Hippie? Oh no, we're not doing that. Okay, all right. <laughs> Don't want to open I, I that have, can of worms. Yeah, yeah that's, my limits, that's right. You know, yeah. we, we may she rest in peace, Jeannie and Medford. We did ask Jeannie, oh, yeah, that's and that right. was great. We love that. Jeannie was wonderful. Weed man gets enough airtime. Okay? All right. Speaking yeah. of uh, opening a can of worms, this is from Eek, and this is for the entire group. Hello, Eek. Uh oh. If President Trump invited the crew and Benny Award winners to the White House, <laughs> would you go? Yes, of course you go. It doesn't matter. I would have we gone. know your answer. If Obama was there, get I get check what get check this out, you little snowflakes. I would have gone if Obama was the president too. I would to go to the White House. Of course you go to the White House. Who turns down a trip to the White House? A bunch of dopes turn that down. Eddie, I totally agree with you. Uh, you'll have a great story yeah. years down the road to say you actually met the yeah. president. Yeah. If he's infamous, it's even a better story. Yeah, life's all about the story. Of course you go. Danny, yeah, I'm on board too. It's a All once right. in a lifetime opportunity. Koopa Loop, you want to be the outlier? <laughs> no, I would. I would go just because I've never been to DC in the White House. Yeah, uh, you know, but I'd I'd make remarks under my breath. Well, you'd do that. I'd be a you know, jerk, but like the president doesn't even really like interact that much with the team. From what I heard, like it's all you're interacting with other like senators and congressmen, things like that. And then, and then, like the president will come out and speak, and there's a photo op, and then he kind of goes and does whatever he does. But anyway, all right, uh, let's keep it going. It's ask Ben your questions, our answers. All right, here's another question for the whole crew. This is from Fluffy Dave on Twitter. Hi, Fluffy. What was your worst? <laughs> oh, wow, that was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> what was your worst injury sustained while playing a sport? Uh, that's a good question. I've you know I, I got dinged up a lot playing football. Um, cause I played, I was the goal line. I was on the jumbo package on goal line defense. And so we <laughs> wow, were, that was a shock. we <laughs> were a bad defense. And so I got a lot of playing time on the goal line and uh, <laughs> it seemed they always ran in the middle for some reason. So I got, I got dinged up. Like I, I've never, I never broke a bone though, playing football or anything like that. Um, but a lot of bruising and a lot of fractured type situations. I, I guess more recently I've told the story before in a media baseball game, Oh, I that's blew right. they my, had to bring the card out for yeah, you. Yeah, blew my yeah. knee out, and uh, former Monday Night Football sideline reporter Lisa Guerrero, who I believe is still married to Scott Erickson, she helped me. She uh, made sure I, she came over to make sure I was all right. Did you have to have surgery for that? Uh, I should have, but I didn't. Oh. So I have a little bit of a. Uh, Did she hold your hand and take your mind off the injury? No, but more importantly, she put me on the Channel Eleven News in Los oh. Angeles. Ben, ben did you do well. the thumbs up as you were carting <laughs> <it> off? <laughs> It helped hasten my recovery, Eddie. So did, yeah. all right. did you, Eddie? I think no, I've played sports my whole life. I still play uh, beer yeah. league hockey twice a week. I've never really been injured. Sprained knee. Right. That's about it. So never, never broken a bone either. You just jinxed yourself. I probably, yeah. All right. Uh, Danny G. Yeah, I think we talked about this once back in the day. In, uh, during youth football, I broke some ribs. Yeah, and boy, you do not know how bad of an injury that is till you have it. Every yeah, only breath. hurts when you breathe. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That was horrible. All right, what about you, Koopaloop? Ask Ben your questions, our answers. I didn't play a lot of sports as a kid, so. I can't believe that, Koop. Why not? <laughs> uh, I well, he was busy I was acting, acting right? yeah. The prize of the family, that's why. Yes. Yes, uh, exactly. So, uh, no sports injuries to speak of. Hey, Danny G, just think, like, eventually they're going to outlaw youth football. Like, the fact that you played youth football, you're like yeah. the head of, how stupid is that? All right, next. All right, this is a question for everybody. This is from Jimmy on Facebook. Hey, Jimmy. Uh, if you could trade places with anyone in the USA for one week, who would it be? Oh, I'm living the dream. I'm doing an over. I don't want to trade places with anyone. I'm doing overnight radio. 
And I do radio in Boston occasionally. I know. There's no one I want to change places with. There's no one. Eddie, you want to change places with anyone? Um, well, I mean, you would say maybe somebody like Tom Brady, who's rich and has He's a beautiful Costa wife, Rica. but then he'd have to eat like avocado ice cream. Yeah, who the no. hell wants to? That's I, I'm not interested in that. So. I'd rather I die. Yeah. Nothing's coming to mind. How about you, Danny? For one week? Let's see. I, I'll, I'll trade places with John Gruden for one week. Oh, stop. Yeah. Hey. Get to be in the just suck up. No, <laughs> yeah, suck up. Come on. why would you not want to be in your favorite team's locker room? Come no, on, now. no, locker the rooms place. are not fun to be in. They smell disgusting. <laughs> People fart all the time. Well, on like, the inside is what I'm saying. Yeah. All right, making Co- some moves. Koopa Loop, what would you like to do? Quickly. I would I would trade places with whoever is dating, dating Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence oh, yeah, yeah, there there it is, <laughs> but only for one perv. night, not even a week. One night, that's it. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.